Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. He's joining us right now on the radio show. And I got a number in my head, and I'm going to ask him if he knows what that number means, what it represents. The number is 48. And I wonder if Ryan Grubb, the offensive coordinator uh, for UW, knows what the number 48 represents. Any idea? No idea. Okay, the number 48 is how many points you have to score in the Alamo Bowl against Texas to get to your Your 41.3. That's so funny. I'm totally lying to you. (laughs) (laughs) You knew exactly what I was talking about. And I'm going to give 100% credit to Nick Sheridan. We We were watching practice and... And actually, it was Jamarcus and Nick, and they said, what do we got to get to get 41.3? And I said, I got no idea. And I think Shep went on and did the math quick, and he's like, yep. 48, that's yeah. what he needs. Right. So just the story. So you came on a couple <laughs> weeks ago and said in your office, which is down the hall, yep. is that number still up there, by the way, on the, it on is, the whiteboard? Right, right corner. He had written down 41.3 on the whiteboard as his goal for a scoring average for 2022. Last December. And they're at 40.8. Yeah. So go get 48. Now, here's my <laughs> Why question. Why was it 41.3, though? I, I decided uh, two years ago that uh, to be in top five in scoring in the country, okay. that's, a, that's what you needed to be at. Okay. 41.3. probably pretty close. So here's, here's my question, and I don't know if you and Kalen got to work this out between the two of you. Let's just live in a world where you're kicking their ass in the fourth quarter. Okay. Right? And it's I like that world. 35 to 7 or whatever. Okay. Do you keep it going to get your forty-eight, or do you? Call I mean, out I the just, dogs? I just, that's up to Kalen. I just uh-huh. call plays and keep rolling, man. <laughs> that's that's up to him. He's got to he's got to take the leash and pull back. Okay, so if you don't do it, we can blame him. Is what absolutely one hundred percent. We got that late. <laughs> hey, we got that late Papa score in the in the that's Apple right. Cup. That that certainly helps. Right. Speaking of that play, though, now now I remember I told you a couple weeks ago that I was going to have to be sitting in the Cougar section, right? Yep. So here's yep. so. It was painful. It was painful, man, because every time I cheered, my wife glared at me. So it, was, it sucked. I will never do it again. However, the one time the Cougar fans got pissed beyond belief was when he turned around at the five-yard line and kind of slowed down. Yep. So what was that about, and was there any conversation oh my between it, him and the coaches after that? It, I mean – Here's the deal with Wayne. He was looking at – we were looking at running the clock out because technically if we just go down right there, you could have just knelt on the right. ball and run the, run the game out. So Wayne was literally just trying to run clock, honestly. And if, if anybody knew Wayne for two hours, they would new. know, like, yeah. he's not even close to that guy. So, uh, yeah, 100%. had nothing to do with, you know, that he's the most humble kid I know. So, yeah. 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 It almost looked like he would – Thought about maybe he did. falling he down about at the five-yard yeah. line. Yeah. yeah, I wonder had, if it was. We had had conversations about that leading into the series. What we would do in a break open, and at that point we were just up. We were up a couple scores. So I was like, "Don't even worry about it. Just let him." Play. Yeah, you, you know, I got to be honest with you. There's one thing about him that just struck me sitting right here. I don't know if you've noticed this or not. Dick and Ryan Grubb is with us. UWOC. We are inside Kalen DeBoer's office. By the way, this is the official inside Kalen's office show <laughs> here on KJR. You've been wearing that same hat the whole year, haven't you? I wear it on and off, yeah. I got a couple of them I rotate. Every time I see you, you have that same hat on with the same dirt, the same (laughs) markings. It's a husky trucker hat. I love it. Are you a superstitious guy? No, I'm not. 
I'm yeah. actually not. I, I, I joke all the time because we got guys on our staff that definitely are, and I told them the story about when I was 12 years old playing baseball, and I'd probably hit homers in a couple straight games, and, and I had two gloves on, and I was like, man, this is it, this is it. And then I flipped one game where I had one glove. I still hit a homer, and I was like, yeah, there you I go. don't believe it. So yeah. from then on, I was yeah. like, no. I got you. Well, I gotta, I'm going to play a game with you. And okay. the, the game basically is i got to ask you a question you have to answer. Okay. Is it guess the number yes. again? No, no, no. It's not guess the number. <laughs> I have to answer. You have to answer. Okay. Did you get any uh, head coaching uh, interest? Head coach? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah? Yep. Can you tell us from who? No. <laughs> <laughs> were you tempted at all by that? No, because I wasn't. You were not. Why? No. Why? Uh, I just, you know, I've, I've talked about it before. I feel like when I came up here, um, there were some of those same interests. And, and I just think that right now I'm on a, I'm on a path right now, and I feel – very committed and dedicated to being, you know, the best old coordinator in the in the country with the best offensive staff, and that's exactly what we got here. So, I mean, I think the staff that Kalen's assembled is special, and I I wish people really knew the ins and outs of the staff and and how much they put into it, and how special they are, because that that makes it easy. There's a quality of life piece too, you know, doing it for the right people in the right kind of place, and and I think this is a playoff team. Yeah, I think that's that's what this is, and why would you leave when you have a chance to get to the pinnacle? Well, we saw, like, every 24 hours for a week, we saw some other Husky on Instagram saying, I'm staying. I'm not right, going. In right. this era of, let's go to the NFL, right? right? Let's go to the NFL. Everybody is coming back, at least so far. Still got a couple wide receivers we need to talk about. <clears throat> but, I mean, <laughs> why, tell us why that happened. Culture. I mean, there's just – I think that the kids came here long before Kalen and I were here, and they believed in what this place was. And when you started putting the success out there that they anticipated when they came to Washington, I think it was easy uh, for them to just want to stay part of this, honestly. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Grubb's with us. I'm looking at your recruiting class here, and there's uh, one guy that we're still waiting on, and we're still waiting on that guy. Is that right? You know the guy I'm talking Correct. about. Okay. Yes. So, so we won't talk about him. I don't want to get you in trouble, by the way. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, is, is it Jeremy or Jeremy? Bernard. Jeremy. Jeremy. Okay, because Kalen's been calling him Jeremy the entire day. Nope, nope, it's Jeremy. <laughs> okay, so you guys got to get together and get I got that it. fixed. I'm on it. Jeremy Bernard is a guy that we thought we had right prior, yeah. and yeah. he's now here. So tell us about what this receiver, in what we hope is a, still a stacked room next year, right. what Jeremy Bernard can bring to this football team. Well, you know, he, he was a guy, obviously, when we got here that we were fighting to keep, and, and there was a lot of things going on at that time for Jeremy and, and his family, and so he ended up making a decision on on a very, you know, limited amount of exposure to, to Kalen and myself and, and really the program, and, and uh, you know, it, it was a bummer, man. We, we knew that we wanted that guy, and we thought he was an elite person, an elite player, and, and so we're... We were really bummed that he left, but, you know, getting him back on, on the flip side, you know, it says a lot about the university and the school, too, that this is a place that he knew he was in love with. Yeah. You know, it doesn't hurt when you lead the nation in passing, too, so that, that helped a little <laughs> bit getting him back here. But I think that he brings a lot of strength and versatility. Um, when you watch his high school film, at least, you see a guy that's carrying the ball in the backfield, fly sweeps, you're getting the ball down the field on post. I mean, the one touchdown this year he had against Western Michigan, he caught a – six-yard in route and, and took it, you know, 60 yards or whatever it was. So very explosive, strong, you know, bigger-bodied guy that can run through tackles and things like that. But I, I just know when he gets here and, and gets in uh, – 
Coach Shep's room. He's just going to mold him in, into the rest of the guys. And I think there's a lot. Honestly, I think there's a lot that he can get from us. You know, learning, contributing, helping. You know, and and just having all these other really really good receivers around him to continue to refine his game. I think it's going to be um, it's going to pay big dividends for him. How is December signing versus February signing different for you, and do you like it? I do like it. Um, I think it defines what's going on in your program earlier, and uh, it allows you to be out in front of your spring recruiting because if the majority of your recruiting for that class is done, you have the ability now to be out there in January and, and into the spring working on your 24s. So yeah. I think that it just it allows you to be out ahead of things. I'm laughing a bit because I can only imagine somebody saying, hey, you want to do this for six more weeks? <laughs> or do you want to lock these guys up right now? Because for me – the issue is it's not, it's not just identifying the guys. It's, it's once you offer them, mm-hmm. keeping them. Right. I mean, it's like putting, you know, a brand-new TV in your front yard, yep. and there's no gate. Anybody no. can come up and rob you whenever they damn well want. We saw that with a quarterback for 100%. crying out loud. Yep. Coach Huff and I were just joking about that, remembering back, you know, when you even – shoot, I can remember when I was at Eastern Michigan and, and you know, Coach Huff was at Boise and just how much time – was allocated into just going around babysitting, oh, you know, unbelievable to to get the guys to the finish line, and I think it just it defines it for the kids and their families earlier too. Well, know? let me Ryan, let me ask you about that because Ryan Grubb is with us, UWC, and Dick and I were talking about it, and obviously we're talking about Kineholtz and went to Ohio State. I don't know if you're allowed to talk about him or not. He's somebody yeah. else's guy, yeah. But you put all this work in with him, yeah, and then he bolts, yeah. So how do you avoid that? Because if you offer somebody else, he'll take off. I mean, you want to stay committed to him and make yeah. him feel like he's your guy. Yep. So you're in a rocket. How do you fix that? Well, I, I think you you just stay true to how you do it. And I think there's there's a couple different approaches in recruiting. I could have just continued to offer guys and, um, you know, be a little bit untrue to what we were telling Lincoln and his family. and Or you stick to your guns, and, and if it happens at the finish line, you just go to work after that. And that's all you can do. I think your reputation is more important than – you know, losing one guy every three classes. Um, you know, you start being the people that are over-offering. And, and I guess what I don't want to do is I don't want to make non-committable offers to quarterbacks where you like a guy and then he wants to commit and you're like, hey, hold on, we don't want to take you. You know, if we offer a guy, we we obviously want him to be part of the program. So I think that's a sticky situation. You just got to manage it. And, and the quarterback – you know, position in general is just – it's tough like that. And, I mean, you know, not pulling any punches. You know, if if Mike wasn't here right now, there'd be a million people trying to come in here, and there was. You know, so I think that that's just the reality of the position. And, and I don't – you just can't take anything personal or get caught up in like, oh, that was a waste of time. It's just – it's work. You know, you put the work in, and it didn't pay off in the end, and uh, you just get up and do it again, honestly. Should, should we expect the same trio at quarterback this year that we had this past year? That's what I'm expecting. I know that that's, that's a hard question. I know Demo was asked some, some tough questions the other day. and um, All I know is that Demo was the, has been since we got back, and they got back from their little break here. He's the first guy in the building. He's crazy prepared. I mean, so is Sam. Like Those guys aren't thinking anything about that, at least in the preparation process. And I'm sure – you know, there's there's thoughts going through those guys' head, and you know, when Mike decides to come back, I'm sure there's that, that's hard for him. You know, right. it's not just like this non-emotional thing when they've been thinking about, you know, taking over the next year. So, you know, we're we're fully anticipating those guys being back, and and we're going to continue to recruit them and keep them on our team. Okay, you know, that's what we want to have happen. Forty-eight. 
Go get her done. 40. <laughs> 48. I'm on it. You I'm got on 45 it. on the board with two minutes left to go. We're all going to be saying get to 48. You letting him go without asking him about the we, two wide receivers? We want 48. Oh, yeah. Well, are you going to tell us what's going on with those guys? Who, J-Mac? And yeah. the other guy. And the other guy oh, with, yeah. the, gold, with guy. the gold hair. The, the other guy with the great hair, we're, we're still <laughs> we're waiting. Um, but I'm I'm pretty confident we're, we're going to get Rome back. You know, he, wow. He's been doing a <laughs> – He's doing a great job of going through the process, though. Hats off to him and Jalen. They've done an excellent job of communicating and just helping us understand what they're looking at. And then we've been doing the same. It's trying to educate him in the process, get him with you know as much, many people with quality information as possible. And you know, Jalen is is uh, you know really leaning towards coming back as well. But I, I think that those guys both. Um, I think we got a great shot to get him back. I wow. think they love it here. I think that they know. You know, honestly. You look at two guys like that that come back and they can back up what they did this year. Um, those would be two of the more special receivers that come through this program. No question. But you know what? Don't even care about it. 48. <laughs> just, just get me 48. All right, man. <laughs> Go get it done. Hey, uh, good luck. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, you Appreciate guys you spend some time with our family before you fly out on Sunday. Is that right? Yeah, we get a we get a morning with them. So that'll be, awesome. that'll be good. Awesome. All right. Go get them. Congratulations, man. All right. Great stuff this year. Thank you. Thank you. You bet. Ryan Grubb with us on the radio show. How about that? Says he feels good about Rome and Jalen both coming oh, back this man. year. That would be unbelievable to keep that train going, man. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.